It's time for another hour of community-based programming. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, June 9th. An elder woman was killed Monday in a crash on Route Y. Authorities say 27-year-old Abigail Yoder was driving a Chevy Cruze when the vehicle crossed the center line and traveled off the left side of the roadway, striking an embankment. The vehicle then became airborne and overturned. Yoder was pronounced dead at the scene. Here to have too many deer on your property? Missouri Conservation can help. The Deer Management Assistance Program helps landowners manage the number of deer on their properties by increasing season limits on their property. These permits may be used during any time of the firearms deer season, but only on the property where issued. Enrollment is available now until October 1st. More information at mdc.mo.gov. If your dog loves to jump, the canine cannonball might be for them. From this Friday to Sunday at Dog Day's Barn Grill, canines will be competing in different events like Big Air, Extreme Vertical, and Speed Retrieve. The event's free to the public and dogs can be registered on the Doc Dogs website or on-site. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It is a series-ending game for the Cardinals today in Tampa. They take on the Rays. They'll be back at home to play the Reds tomorrow. Royals winning over the Blue Jays yesterday to close out that three-game series. The uh, Blue Crew back at home to play the Orioles today. As for college baseball, they get ready for the round of 16. They call it Super Regionals in the baseball NCAA tournament. 16 teams left. Those eight teams that emerge out of this weekend will uh, meet in Omaha at the College World Series starting next week. It's been a week full of off-season workouts for the Chiefs. Those continue today. They will go through tomorrow. Next week brings the mandatory minicamp. First preseason game will be Saturday, August 13th. That will be in Chicago against the Bears. Preseason game number two at home against Washington. And the last preseason game will be on August 25th at home against the Packers. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil headed into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among others, uh, when the Super Bowl rolls around next February. Big weekend ahead for horse racing, the final leg of the Triple Crown at the Belmont Saturday. Of course, Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby, and it was early voting 
Lane winning the Preakness. NASCAR boys will be at Sonoma this weekend. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV with five local lake area shows. If you haven't liked Lake TV on Facebook yet, be sure to do that because we give you some great stuff on Facebook. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, absolutely free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Who supports Key Radio financially? I do. This is Bill Munhausen speaking on behalf of the Key Ozarks podcast and Key Gathering Place in Camdenton. When I began podcasting two years ago with a few friends, we wanted a radio show, but it didn't work out. Key Radio gives us an opportunity to share our message, so I am happy to support the Key with a monthly underwriting donation. Key Gathering Place is our community center at Lake of the Ozarks for events and gatherings. The Key Ozarks radio program presents Christian activists seeking the truth of things rather than ideology, employing an eclectic mix of biblical thought and political philosophy much like the founders of the nation did at the last revolution. Please consider supporting The Key with your monthly donation. Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. Oh, baby, it is the ninth day of June, and it is like, uh, it, it is probably one of the most beautiful days in the month of June I have ever experienced here at the Lake of the Ozarks in my entire life. We are at 65 degrees, 65, 81 the expected high, sunny to partly cloudy, 
And then uh, clouds uh, increasing tonight, periods of showers late. We could have some morning showers and or a thunder shower tomorrow. High of 77, low 61. Morning clouds and sunshine by the afternoon on Saturday. High of 83, low 66. 91 and partly cloudy on Sunday with a low of 75. I don't know why I was just so confused. I thought uh, Father's Day was this Sunday. It's actually the 19th. 97 on Monday with a partly cloudy sky. Sunny and 97 on Tuesday. Mostly sunny and 94 on Wednesday. If you were looking for any rain in the forecast, folks, I can tell you we may have hit the dry spell. It is very possible at this point because we are not seeing anything that looks like rain. However, we are seeing temperatures in the low to mid-90s. And, uh, of course, as I said, Monday and Tuesday will hover right around 97 degrees, get close to that century mark, and we'll see what Mother Nature has in store. We'll start talking about things like the heat index and how it feels uh, hotter than it actually is. My suggestion at this point, while we still have some decent weather, is to uh, scout out your cooling centers around the area. If you have a friend, if you have a neighbor, if you have a family member that doesn't have an adequate uh, means of cooling, take them a fan, sure, invite them in your house, sure, but uh, let them know if they are able uh, to find these cooling centers and go hang out there in the heat of the day. The dog days are definitely on their way as far as summer of 2022 at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks, but maybe the sunshine and the warmer temperatures will confuse folks enough that they won't be paying attention to the gas prices. They'll be paying attention to the heat. And they know with heat, you uh, you need some relief. And what better place to come and get all the relief you need than right here at the Lake of the Ozarks? Go jump in the lake, which is uh, something at the Lake of the Ozarks that is not a bad thing. 809, 65 degrees. Looks like we do have a mostly clear sky as we are broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Gotta love it, man. 658.03, the current lake level, river level at 567.21. And the discharge rate uh, hovering right around 36 to 37,000 cubic feet per second. And that is still a lot of water. So we might see some rain tonight, uh, maybe a thunder shower tomorrow. And then we're going to hit a dry patch, which is good news for a lot of folks because I've heard the lawnmowers and the riders out there just going to town. And I have... I have foregone any real attempt to mow the yard, but now that I will have some time with this warmer weather, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we have uh, got a lot to talk about in this first hour. I will tell you, coming up next hour, we're going to be talking with none other than the man, the myth, the educated redneck, Danny Ellison. He will join us at about 9.10. Jeremy Springer from We the People will come in at about 9.40 this morning to discuss some upcoming events. I know they've got an event going on tonight. They also have an event coming up on, uh, I believe it's the 22nd. We'll double-check on the time. But uh, Miss Chris Ann Hall is coming to the Lake of the Ozarks. If you know nothing about Chris Ann Hall, Google Chris Ann Hall. She is a constitutional scholar. I believe she's an attorney as well. And she will be coming to the Lake of the Ozarks uh, to talk about all things related to the Constitution and maybe some things we need to keep in mind for the future, as there has always been talk about uh, the Constitution not fitting the narrative of where we are in this day and age and people wanting to change it, people wanting to make it a living document. And guess what, folks? I just don't think that's the way to go about business. I think we've got everything we need in place. We need to use this as a guide. I I understand sometimes, you know, with certain things, 
they amend the rules. For example, sports, they're doing it more and more to keep the athletes safe. But see, this is life. This isn't athletics. And life is a totally different ballgame. No one person can protect you to the point of keeping you safe all day, every day, 24-7, 365. And certainly a government, which uh, the United States government, that is not their job to protect you and keep you safe 24-7, 365. Basically, you know, they take care of uh, running the country and uh, the military, things along those lines. And then we, the people, are the ones that are the uh, stars of the show, I guess, if you want to call it that. 812, guess what, folks? She's here. She's in the studio. We need to name this studio, but I, I, I don't want to do it right now. I think we need to come up with a good name for the studio. I like that idea. Yeah, and, you know, whatever we want to call it, uh, the key radio hangout or something like that. But <laughs> if you have any ideas, uh, any folks out there that are uh, tuning in this morning, why don't you shoot those over to us at uh, kbsfree 65 at gmail.com, kbsfree65 at gmail.com. Uh, reach out to me on Facebook. And, of course, there's a lot of ways you can listen to Key Radio 89.3. Tune it in. You can uh, pull it up at uh, keyradio.live. We've got free apps for Androids and iPhones. Simple. Go to your Google store. Go to your app store. Simply type in Key Radio, K-E-Y-K, and you should be good to go. 8.13 is our time. Our community events director for Key Radio, in particular, The Daily Show, and the host of the uh, Thoughtful Thursday program, Mindy Sales, joining us in studio this morning. How you been? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> just late, a little. Late just, night? Just a little gone. Just little late night? Yeah. Yeah. All's well. Yeah. Late night? <laughs> no. No? Just, I didn't sleep great. No. So I'm just, just a little... It's a little dragon this morning, but it'll be fine. I've been uh, I've been sleeping much better now that I've got Lightning Wonder Dog because we walk like three times a day. Oh! And uh, yesterday we walked probably three and a half, almost four miles. Good for you! And it's starting to help out. I can really feel it in an area that uh, I can feel in any other time, and that's in my knees. And they're not as you know. You get up in the morning, and 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 for me, sometimes starting the day. Is just sitting there for about five minutes and, and moving my legs around and then standing up and listen to a pop and then another pop. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I haven't been really experiencing that a whole lot. It's been more or less an opportunity to get up in the morning and uh, not necessarily be pain-free, but uh, not having to deal with the normal issues I would. And then, of course, losing some weight walking with this dog. He's a he's a good walker. He's getting better. I, I'll tell you what, you know, we, we're, we're finding ourselves is the best way to put that because uh, he was with the family for 10 years before he ended up with us. And so the learning curve is still in place. We've had him now for almost, what, two and a half months or so. And uh, everything is starting to fall into place. We're finding our niche, I guess, is the best way to put that. Well, he is a sweet boy. He is a sweet boy. Yes, he is. He's asleep at my feet right now. I mean, he's a good boy. So tonight we are going to be headed over, I believe it's at Margaritaville, uh, this big uh, uh, Mid-Missouri Magazine Awards dinner. And uh, I have been blessed to receive the award for the best new 
TV or radio show oh, here in mid-Missouri. So that makes me so happy. Well-deserved, Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I will say that a majority of the hard work goes to the folks on the other side of the camera. My outstanding, awesome producer, Megan Albers. She is incredible. Uh, Andrew Evans and Ricky Smith, who handle all the technical things. If you've never met Andrew, he's like this. He reminds me of John Entwistle of The Who. John Entwistle, there's a song uh, called The Quiet One. And Andrew could be considered the quiet one. Really? He doesn't say a whole lot. He, He speaks volumes with his technical knowledge. Ricky Smith is um, a good coordinator, good technician. He knows the ins and outs, gets everything all taken care of. You got folks like uh, Chris Schneider there, my buddy Chris, yes. who covers sports. Of course, you hear Chris right here on Lake uh, on uh, Key Radio, rather. He does a lot of fun stuff over there. General manager, a guy with tons and tons and tons of experience and knowledge, and he's always willing to share that with you. A great guy just to sit down and talk to. You know, you can talk radio, you can talk sports, you can talk anything with Chris. And, of course, our fearless leader, the one and only William Holtz. William, who, uh, for some strange reason, uh, a little over a year ago, decided it would be a good idea to bring me on to Lake TV. Now, I don't know how they feel (laughs) at this point because, you know, I'm, 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 depending on what I'm doing, I'm not the easiest person to get along with. No. Yeah, I know that's hard to believe. That is shocking. I know that's hard to believe. Shocking. But. It is true, and so uh, we completed yesterday, we filmed our 52nd episode of no What's Burning. Wow. It's been a year. It's been incredible. I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot. I've hung out with a lot of cool people, and we're just scratching the surface. Just scratching the surface. And, you know, it's been an interesting uh, year and a half or so because of uh, the moves that I've made coming over here to Key Radio, uh, doing Lake TV. And uh, it has just been a lot of fun. And we're actually going to go out today with Bill Mulder and hang out at the Swinging Bridge. Oh, my gosh. Do a segment on that. Oh, that'll be so interesting. Yeah. He's totally fascinating. And the swinging, whole Swinging Bridge situation yeah. is interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I reached out to those people a while back, and I haven't heard back from them yet. But I know that a lot of those people are busy doing different things. <clears throat> they have jobs. And so I hope to get somebody on. Uh, to talk about the group, to talk about the organization, ASAP, as a matter of fact. I thought I had that written down on my list of things to do. Apparently not. Let me uh, put it on there now. Well, you want to know what? I've, I'm part of a Facebook group that I can, I'm can. i in contact with those people. So I will uh, shoot them a little message, and we'll get them on here, because that whole thing is so fascinating. And the whole story behind Swinging Bridges, and yeah. uh, what a, I mean, they're like a, you know, there's something we want to protect around here, definitely. So um, I, I can't wait to hear what Bill has to say. He always is a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, we talk a lot of history about the Lake of the Ozarks, right? So one of the interesting things is the lake area itself. But next Tuesday, the 14th, um going to have Michael Jones coming in. Michael, as you know, has a Jones Outpost in Ooh, Montreal. Great guy. And Smokin' Jones over there in Camdenton, some great, delicious, wonderful barbecue. And uh, I believe we're going to be talking with Michael Jones and another Lake Area chef. I believe his name is Mike Atwell. And we're going to bring Mike in to talk about all the cool things that they have uh, experienced over the years and where the the food scene has gone. Uh, I mean, you know, this is, uh, yeah, Michael Atwell. We'll be in here with us as well. 
and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun talking. I, and I, you know, you just get a bunch of people in a room. You open some mics, and you just put out whatever topic, and 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 off you go. Right. You just don't know what's yeah. going to happen, but it's always so interesting, especially when people have su- have such a wealth of information. We are so just fascinated with politics and what's going. Uh, wrong in the world it's nice uh-huh. to be able to bring in a little bit of uh, fun and uh, learn about uh, things that have happened here at the beautiful lake of the ozarks long before i was here i'm sure right no i mean gosh bill Mulder's history is crazy but yeah um michael is a pretty awesome guy so i can't wait to hear what what he has to say too we've got um we've got uh, professor paisley coming in next week i will say that we're going to talk a little bit about martial law and the reason I bring that up is because I personally don't feel like it's that far off. You know, uh, five, ten years, maybe even less than that, considering where this country is headed and what's going on. So, Yes, it's something that I think it's important we be educated on. No matter what, what direction our country is going, it is important to understand. And again, with the Constitution that you were mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. you know, it, you, we need to know our Constitution. It is with hell, with hell, with whatever. It is with hell, with the test of time. Spit it out there. I know. I can't remember the word. Anyway, <laughs> it is. stood the test thank of you, time. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's yeah. a, <laughs> I'm not going to take that personally today. I'm not going to take that no, personally. No, don't. Today. Please don't. Uh, don't but it's an amazing document. And, uh, you know, I, I, I to think about changing it in many ways is just utterly ridiculous because it has made this country what's so wonderful. So uh, I can't wait to hear more about that. That'll be interesting. Did you know that today is National Earl Day? Earl. Celebrating celebrating uh, guys named Earl. Oh. And it uh, dates back to well heck not that uh, not that far back. I believe it was uh, put together in 2016 in honor of Earl Baltus and I hope I said that correctly Baltus Baltus. Uh, it was approved for the 2016 opening day of the Dirt Late Model Dream at Eldora Speedway which was founded by Baltus in 1954. It was uh, created by Roger Slack. He ensured that it coincided with the opening day of this uh, pre- uh, prestigious dirt racing event. Earl Baltus was a band leader who later became a dirt track race uh, owner, a uh, dirt racetrack owner, rather, when he transformed the Eldora Ballroom in Eldora Speedway uh, into Eldora Speedway. He later expanded the track and began promoting more tracks and events. He promoted some of the highest-paying short track races across Ohio and Indiana. Wow. National Earl Day looks to celebrate all the earls out there and some of the greatest achievements by people with that name. Wow. That's an interesting, interesting day. Uh, interesting day. So hats yeah. off to all you earls out there, wherever right? you are. If you know an earl, why don't you give us a call? Let us uh, know who that person is. Today is uh, also National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Oh. Do you like uh, strawberry rhubarb pie? Not a big fan? I'm not a rhubarb person. Yeah. I know those rhubarb pe- people are very, like, obsessed with it, but no. Rhubarb always kind of reminds me of, like, a different color of celery. Yes, it totally. <laughs> yes, you're right. That's exactly what it's like. International yeah. Dark and Stormy Day. Grab your Gosling's Black Seal Rum and Sparkling Ginger Beer. We're celebrating. So I guess it's huh. uh, it's based on a product there. Today is National Donald Duck Day. Of all the impressions that I tried to do when I was a kid, I could never pull off Donald Duck. That's a hard one. Let's see, I can't do it. That, that wasn't really too bad. Sounds like honestly. I'm choking to death. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, last but certainly not least, and it's why we're all here, 
Today is National Sex Day. Today we celebrate and tell you all about the birds and the bees. I wonder how many parents still sit down and have that talk with their kids, or they figure that the kids will just find out about it online. That's a great question. We sat down with all of our kids, but then my the youngest, mm-hmm. the older's ruined it. The older's had a conversation with her before we did. So Uh-oh. I know. But um yeah, I think I think they learn so much on social media now. Honestly. Some of it true, some of it not so much. Right. And my mother, I I remember, I remember my mother dreading because my father passed away when I was 12. Yeah. And so it she kind of fell in to... mom's lap. Mhm. But fortunately, there was health class in ninth grade. Oh. And that kind of helped because, you know, you go in and you have to have a little piece of paper and they tell you all about this and that, and, mm-hmm. you know, this, you know, and, and I, I understand, you know, and that's ninth grade. It's not like today where you're going after kids and saying, now, do you really feel comfortable being a boy? Yeah. <laughs> do you really feel comfortable in being kindergarten. a girl? <laughs> are, are you sure you're the gender that you want to be, or maybe you want to be gender neutral or whatever? And it's like these kids are just sitting there going, you know, can you turn on some cartoons or something? I really don't want to deal with this right now. I totally agree with you. Uh, So there you go. So some things to celebrate today if you are so inclined. I know Mindy Sales has got some information. I I, I brought some information here as well today. Wow. I talked to Mike uh, Koenigsman, who's the new director of the Lake West Chamber of Commerce. He was on. uh, Oh, oh, they hired somebody. Yeah. He's like, oh, great. Mike's been there about four and a half weeks now. Okay, great. And couldn't come in at a better time. You know, it's not like... Hire me in like January, and I get a little time uh, right. to to get things figured out before I have no. to hit the ground running. He's getting slammed. Yeah, and so we had a chance to talk to him yesterday. As a matter of fact, he's on the most recent edition of What's Burning, which uh, the first show aired last hour, seven until eight, and then again at five p.m. and eleven p.m. So you get to see it, and it's uh, you know seven days a week, three times a day, and we do the new show every Thursday. They've got their four-person scramble golf tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, they've got the Lake West Chamber 11th Annual Kids Fishing Day. Uh, actually, it's a fishing derby on September the 11th. Uh, a lot of other things like their upcoming uh, chamber activities, their roadside cleanup, uh, which has already actually happened, uh, their golf tournament, which is going to be on Sunday. Uh, they've got, of course, uh, the shootout. They're all geared up for that. They provide a lot of the volunteers for yes. the shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, Lake West Chamber Business Socials. The next one will be June 14th at Paradise Restaurant. Co-sponsored with two really cool people. Do you know uh, Kelly Clean and Sammy Casella? I do not. Have you heard of Wet Steps? Yes. There you go. Oh, the uh, Wet Steps folks, and Kelly and Sammy are really cool people. They're always having fun. They're always doing neat things. If they're not here in Missouri, they're probably down in Florida. And uh, we we got to hang out at their house one time on the dock. We had a fun day. And, of course, they have the Wet Steps right there. Well, I would hope. Now, Wet Steps are something a little bit more graduated as far as the way that you get out of the water. Okay, you've got your typical dock ladder there. Yes, and look at this body, and then look at a dock. I feel your, I feel your pain. And say, ah, man, this ain't working. We're <laughs> gonna, we're gonna have to like maybe tie a rope around his waist and drag him up on shore. When yes. you have, when you have uh, wet steps, this thing literally can get anybody out of the water. It is designed to take on probably the biggest person you know. It, it's a brilliant, brilliant thing. We have one. We have a pair of wet. Uh, we have a wet steps too, yeah. and it is it's phenomenal. And the nice thing is, man, is you're you're seeing them popping up all over the lake, and yeah. I would imagine 
uh, you know, somebody got wind of this thing in other states, and they're we got to have one of these things on our dock too. Holy smokes! I mean, we've got, you know, uh, Dad's kind of a big dude, and you know, we've got Grandma, and she likes to get in the lake, but it's tough for her to get out on the dock ladder as well. So just get yourself a wet steps and be done with it. Well, and the the other one of the best things about it is obviously the angle and getting out is nice, but they you can take it out of the water, like it yep. flips right out of the water, and then it doesn't get slimy or gross like your steps that are just permanently affixed to your dock. You you use them and then you pull them up and you latch them, and they just literally stay out of the water, and it's so nice because it really does um, protect your wet steps. And they've got they've got like a uh, a system as well that's similar to like a swim up bar, where you put the seats down in the water. Oh, I haven't seen and this. And you can just put your beverages oh, right lo- there on the dock. Love that. Swim up, take a drink of your beverage, go back out, do whatever it is you want to do. So, again, another great product. Oh gosh! From the Lake of the Ozarks, Wet Steps. And so that's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun there. Hey, we've got uh, hot summer nights coming up tomorrow night on the Bagnell Dam Strip. That is on my list to chat about. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. That's going to be fun. And it's always a good time to go down there because I see people that I haven't seen for about a year. You know, that's mm-hmm. where everybody goes. And I, I, I know a lot of the people that uh, come by and they say hello. And I would like to invite all of the folks that have a car club to make sure that you come by and see me in front of Summer USA and bring your uh, flyers for your upcoming events because I love talking about those. And I think, you know, hey, you know, if these folks are going to take the time to come to, uh, you know, Hot Summer Nights, right? let's talk about their event, too. Absolutely. A little a little cross-promotion. That's wise. That's, that's what they call it, cross-promotion. That's wise. <laughs> hey, how long has Hot Summer Nights been going on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, how long have you been doing? Uh, there's another good question. I think it's been, at, i got to say, it's been at least seven, eight, nine years. It's been a long time. As, yeah, I was wondering because you know you're kind of, you've been a mainstay there, and I love it. I, I love going down there. I, I know. Hope, I hope Miss Loretta is going to be there uh, coming up Friday night because they normally have some entertainers that go up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Mary, Mary. Oh yes, Captain Scallywag. Yep. Yes. Yes. Um, All awesome. Mm-hmm. And and they have they'll do balloon animals and they'll take pictures with you and. Uh, Miss Loretta always has fun little games that the kids can play. And it's real simple stuff. Like she's got the dice with the letters on it. Yeah. And you roll the dice and you see how many words that you can spell. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm like a, a word dice junkie. Really? Yeah. Because when, you know, when, when we get a little downtime, I'll roll the dice and make words and stuff. And once in a while, I'll compete against mostly kids because I'm afraid <laughs> to compete against adults. Because... Because, you know, I'll spell cat, and then some other person will get the letters and end up spelling like xylophone or something like that. <laughs> yes, I, I feel your pain on that one. That's xylophone? Hilarious. It's hilarious. That's unbelievable. How did you come up with that? Well, the letters were right here in front of me. <laughs> 8.30 is our time. We're going to bring Mindy back. We'll talk more about some community events. If you've got something going on, if you want to say hi to somebody named Earl, it's 573-633-5395 as we're celebrating National Earl Day on The Daily Show here on 89.3 The Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, June 9th. An elder woman was killed Monday in a crash on Route Y. Authorities say 27-year-old Abigail Yoder was driving a Chevy Cruze when the vehicle crossed the center line and traveled off the left side of the roadway, striking an embankment. The vehicle then became airborne and overturned. 
Yoder was pronounced dead at the scene. Here to have too many deer on your property? Missouri Conservation can help. The Deer Management Assistance Program helps landowners manage the number of deer on their properties by increasing season limits on their property. These permits may be used during any time of the firearms deer season, but only on the property where issued. Enrollment is available now until October 1st. More information at mdc.mo.gov. If your dog loves to jump, the canine cannonball might be for them. From this Friday to Sunday at Dog Days Barn Grill, canines will be competing in different events like Big Air, Extreme Vertical, and Speed Retrieve. The event's free to the public and dogs can be registered on the Doc Dogs website or on site. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It is a series-ending game for the Cardinals today in Tampa. They take on the Rays. They'll be back at home to play the Reds tomorrow. Royals winning over the Blue Jays yesterday to close out that three-game series. The uh, Blue Crew back at home to play the Orioles today. As for college baseball, they get ready for the round of 16. They call it Super Regionals in the baseball NCAA tournament. 16 teams left. Those eight teams that emerge out of this weekend will uh, meet in Omaha at the College World Series starting next week. It's been a week full of off-season workouts for the Chiefs. Those continue today. They will go through tomorrow. Next week brings the mandatory minicamp. First preseason game will be Saturday, August 13th. That will be in Chicago against the Bears. Preseason game number two at home against Washington. And the last preseason game will be on August 25th at home against the Packers. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil headed into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among others, uh, when the Super Bowl rolls around next February. Big weekend ahead for horse racing, the final leg of the Triple Crown at the Belmont Saturday. Of course, Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby, and it was early voting 
winning the Preakness. NASCAR boys will be at Sonoma this weekend. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV with five local lake area shows. If you haven't liked Lake TV on Facebook yet, be sure to do that because we give you some great stuff on Facebook. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, absolutely free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key & Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock serving the entire lake area. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos. Know how to create a healthy media diet for your family and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m., and 9 p.m. on Key Radio. 89.3 FM. If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, contact us right here at 89.3 The Key. All right, you are listening to The Daily Show on 89.3 The Key. KB here, Mindy Sales, our community events director for a uh, thoughtful Thursday on as well. And we are uh, looking at about 65 degrees right now in Osage Beach, a mostly clear sky. Looks like we'll hit 81 for the afternoon high. You know, yesterday, as, uh, as warm as it was supposed to be, it was very comfortable, very comfortable. And when we went out for our final walk last night, I guess it was somewhere between uh, 9 and 9.30. It was nice. It was very nice. Well, this morning was glorious. I woke up, walked outside. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be a really nice day, too. So It's going to be nice uh, today. We'll see the sun, maybe a few clouds. And then for tonight, some clouds moving in to make it mostly cloudy. And periods of showers late, we could see uh, 63 for the overnight low, back up to 77 for the high tomorrow. Looks like it's going to be one of those days where it kind of struggles to get up to that particular point. We'll see. Winds will be out of the southeast at about 6 miles per hour, so that could pump a little heat into things. Maybe uh, get it up there where it needs to be. Uh, Maybe some comfortable weather for tomorrow evening on the Bagnell Dam Strip for hot summer nights between 5 and 10. That event, by the way, is rain or shine. 77 tomorrow, 61 the low. Then uh, morning clouds and 83 on Saturday, sunshine by the afternoon, and a low uh, Saturday night of 66. Partly cloudy and 91 on Sunday. Partly cloudy, 97 the high Monday. 97 with sunshine on Tuesday. Sunny and 94 on Wednesday. So some nice warm days so that we can take full advantage of that beautiful lake and or your favorite swimming hole. And I I, want to throw another shout-out, speaking of swimming holes, to uh, Christy McCormick and Ozark Backwoods Tours. Oh, yeah, I'm interested about this. Yeah. So um, 
Ozark Backwoods Tour is something that she came up with to take folks kind of off of the beaten path at the Lake of the Ozarks. You get out on the river, you'll uh, do some floating, maybe some canoeing or something along those lines. And then uh, I think that's downstairs. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was a dog. Not to worry. Okay, Not to everything's worry. fine. Everything's fine. The, I felt the dog. <laughs> well, I thought the dog kicked something. I didn't know if there was metal. No, 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 no. Anyway, but... Um, uh, Ozark Backwoods Tours is an opportunity to not only have some fun, but learn about the lake as well. And that includes uh, plant life and animals and all kinds of good stuff. And it's just a fun time. And so, uh, Chrissy, good luck with your venture. I hope everything uh, pans out for you there. 65 degrees, sunshine, and lots going on, Mindy Sales. What do you want to oh talk gosh. about this morning? There's tons going on this weekend. It's a crazy weekend. Uh-huh. Um, if you say that you can't find something to do this weekend, then you've got a problem. Right on. There's so much right going on. on. Obviously, we talked about already, we have hot summer nights on uh, Friday night. Um, and the th- what is the theme? To this This is, I can't remember, every night it's a different theme, and I read it and I forgot it. But anyway, they have different uh, theme nights, or, uh, and people bring their cars. If you haven't been, it is a great family event. It's a great time to go down and take your kiddos down on the strip and, um, you know, like, I, I have five daughters, and all the girls love going to that. So um, it doesn't have to be just a, a dude thing. Lots of neat things. A going dude there. thing. <laughs> a dude thing. Well, and then you know you got KB there. So I mean, that, yeah, man, that's not it's a, uh, it's a dude thing. Well, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not much of a, you know, but I love going down there. And then there's always that one truck that's kind of or that vehicle that's kind of like the clumpet, the the Beverly Hillbillies. What's that one? There's always that one there that is, it looks like the Beverly Hillbillies thing. It's all, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I don't know why, but we'll I love just go with that Beverly Hills thing. Isn't it right? right I on. mean, but I don't know why I was looking forward to seeing that. Uh, if, of course, again, um, we're trying, the Lake of the Ozarks this year is trying to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest boat parade. So uh, that is happening this Saturday, uh, June 11th. It start, Well, the parade starts at 11. Staging begins at 9. Um, you must register to participate uh, because everybody has to be registered in order for it for you to count. So don't go just walk, you know, riding along next to your friend. Get your, make sure that you get registered. You get a flag, a specific flag that will identify you as a member of this uh, very large regatta of boats that is correct and you are able to get the flag at m oh gosh mhq headquarters mortgage yeah headquarters in um osage beach but um oh, mhq at 4824 osage beach parkway suite one uh today and tomorrow and then after that you can get yours at the um, at the actual parade and parade participants may launch their boat at the Lake of the Ozarks State Park Grand Glaze Marina at 711 Public Beach Road. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. No political flags, nothing like that. It's just strictly to do these uh, to break the record. So the record ho- holder is 1,180 boats. And that was in Malaysia, which is kind of fascinating. I didn't have anything else going on. I guess not. <laughs> it was a slow weekend in, in Malaysia. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of boats. So I, I know you were talking about Dirt Track Earl, the Earl Day, as, you know, from a gentleman who uh, started a dirt track. And so there's a there's a um, huge two-day sprint car show at Lake Ozark Speedway. Um, 
there are tons of things going on in some of this. Um, I don't even know what it means, but I know that it means something to the people that are um, motorheads, I guess. Um, they, uh, they, the weekend has an all open wheel agenda of speed and performance with the 410 Outlaw Wing and non-wing nationals this Friday and Saturday, June 10th and 11th. So, um, Where's that at? It's at the Lake Ozark Speedway. Lake Ozark Speedway. Speedway. That was nice. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Wow, thanks. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so there's also the Extreme Outlaw Series, uh, which is a big deal. So um, let's see here. The it says the pit gates open at 2, grandstand gates open at 5, hot laps are at 6.30, and racing to follow. Adult tickets are 20 or 25 with discounts for seniors, military, and youth, and kids, or kids five and under are free, and camping is available. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Let's think, uh, let's think out loud and uh, pretend we had a studio audience. Wow, thanks. It's so, it, 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 folks who aren't in the studio with us, it's not a really big room, and to be able to pack in, let's say, another 50 people, it's kind of tough. That would be difficult. We've got people on the counter. We've got people hanging from the ceiling. Uh, there's so many people in here, we had to uh, take Lightning, the Wonder Dog, and put him outside. Well, I appreciate having an audience that claps for me, though, so that's pretty nice. Right on. Right? Uh, okay, so another thing going on this weekend, this Friday, um, June 10th at 11. Tomorrow, June 10th at 11. Uh-huh. Saturday at right. 10. And Sunday at 10 is the annual Doc dogs jumping contest held at dog days so much fun so much fun so much fun so canine athletes compete in big air extreme vertical and speed retrieve um at this family friendly event it is uh it is so it is so much fun yeah there's on-site registration you just show up and you can do it um it's free admission for people to come and watch if you have not gone to that you have to i mean it is it is crazy, and then there's always, you know, every year there's a crowd favorite, right. uh, and so uh, it's just, it's a neat thing, and it's crazy what, what some of these animals to do. And, and crazy! And it's funny when they don't do anything. Uh, so, definitely, um, pl- yeah, dog days, go check it out. And, and you have Friday, you have Saturday, and you have Sunday to go check it out. Uh, now, the shootout is coming up, as we know. Well, uh, we have a golf tournament on June 13th at Lake Valley golf for um to benefit the shootout uh the shock the shotgun it's shotgun starts at nine lunch is included it's 125 dollars per player mm-hmm. and of course the proceeds go to all local charities here in the area so yeah. it's a pretty uh awesome thing to continuing to do what they've been doing for a whole lot of years and that is raising money for local charities and uh, and lots of them the number i was gonna say yeah the number of charities is just unbelievable. So, uh, you wanted to know just real quick uh, the theme for tomorrow night's hot summer yes, nights is you. muscle car mania. Oh, okay, so Got bring it. down those big muscle cars, those good looking Challengers, oh. good looking uh, Dodge Chargers, your Mustangs, your Camaros, your GTOs, your Javelins. I saw a good looking GTO there um, in May. Beautiful car. And then I told the story yesterday. My very first, what was your very first car? A Toyota Corolla. What year? Oh gosh, KB. I mean, what year? I started. I don't know. <laughs> my very first car was a '78 Dodge Aspen RT, and so there was a guy down there last 
month that had a Dodge Aspen, and I just I had to stand there and just it took me back. I guess the car belonged to his mom or somebody, and uh, he gave it to her. And you know, I think it was a '77, and it was a beautiful car. It just brought back so many memories of, of having the Dodge Aspen RT when I was a kid. You know, that's I guess uh, the cousin of the Roadrunner. Oh. That version of the Roadrunners. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that was pretty cool to see it. That doesn't. I mean, I don't recognize that the name of that car. So to have one at the Dodge your show, Aspen. Yeah, that one at your show is pretty cool. I, I bought it at a car lot on North Lindbergh. Um, I was looking at a '69 Camaro oh, for my first car. Of course. Uh, my next door neighbor, uh, Gus Balamente, uh, he, he was a few years older than me, but he was a mechanic. And my mom made him go with us oh. because she didn't want me buying a car and then getting it home and finding out what that's uh, a smart mama piece of crap it was. Yeah. So we did that, and he saved me a whole lot of money. Cause, and you could tell when we showed up, and we didn't, we didn't, because we had been there once and looked, and I was all excited, and we took the car out for a drive and everything, and then Gus came with me. And he just picked the thing apart, and the dealer was like, "Get this guy off my lot now." He saved us uh, a lot of heartache and heartbreak, and I was really bummed out because I wanted a 69 Camaro so bad. Yes. I ended up with a 78 Dodge Aspen RT. It was a nice, oh, man, it was just a killer car. And it, it took such a beating, and not from me. I never crashed the car. I never wrecked it. I got run into twice. Oh, my goodness. And then the uh, final nail in the coffin for that car, I'd taken it. The day, well, somebody hit it, but I'd taken it earlier in the day to get all the transmission issues taken care of. Spent like three, four hundred dollars, which would be close to probably about two grand now, maybe a little right. more. And uh, it was parked in front of my house. And so these yahoos, we lived on the corner lot. And so these yahoos came around the corner and they were going to do something. And the guy swung wide and then oversteered to pull back in and clip the bumper and push my car about 75 feet into the sewer and that was the end of that oh man yeah so anyway that was the first car the next car i got uh was a beautiful i got this beautiful it was an 82 cutlass oh gosh it was white it yes. had kind of a uh, uh like a light blue interior in it and, no exactly i can uh, see it and it was a beautiful car and then i got my uh, first truck which was a dodge dakota i can't remember what year but it was a beautiful truck had that for a lot of years. I've had several vehicles over the years. How about you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yes. Yes. Yeah. I switch because then I change my mind and then I think I want this and then I don't. And then, yes. So I'm, I'm no, kind I of a pain. You. I got you. I got you 100% on that one. Kind of a pain a little bit. But... <laughs> Sorry, Todd. <laughs> um, one more thing I want to talk about was, well, there's a couple of things, but June 25th um, in Lynn Creek at Lynn Creek, um, park there is a 2022 run for the horses it's a 5k 10k for um to benefit missouri forget me not horse rescue registrations at 6 30 it's 20 dollars if you pre-register let me rephrase registration is june 25th right. at 6 30 a.m to start a run it starts at 7 30 but if you want to pre-register you can by going to www.missouriforgetmenot.org uh -huh. or the day of it's $25. Gotcha. Now that's a really cool um, 
Oh, and also they have a virtual feature now too. So you can um, you can do it at home. You can you know whatever you want to do. You can do it virtually, and of course everyone gets a T-shirt and stuff. And then you know they have ponies there uh, to um, that run to as crazy as that is. Um, and then the city of Loon Creek is having its annual Independence Day celebration with fireworks um, and an ice cream truck, a truck, and that will be at the Losa Soccer Fields off North Lake. Um, Street in Lynn Creek. I love to talking about the different um, firework events because this is a great family thing. My uh, my memories as a kid were, you know, we always used to go out of our cove. We were at the 11 mile marker and go to lodge and watch fireworks, you know, Memorial Day, 4th of July and Labor Day. Hmm. And those are great memories that I have, um, you know, of coming down here. So, uh, you know, it's a great family event. So something you can take here. How fast do you think it would take a horse to complete a 5k? Minutes? I don't know. That's interesting because it depends. Yeah. Like if we, because we have a couple of thoroughbreds, that yeah. would be pretty quick. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. You know what we ought to do? We ought to have a modified version of the Kentucky Derby out of the horse rescue oh. and use the little horses. <laughs> oh, the minis. And, and people can come out and bet on them, and uh, <laughs> proceeds go to uh, the, rescue? the rescue. I think it'd be great. I love that ha- idea. Have a mini, and and I don't know if you could get little like monkey jockeys on the back oh, of them or gosh. something, or, or maybe you just put like something that. It uh, looks like, yeah, like little stuffed animals on there, something like yeah. that. You know, that's hilarious. And each each uh, horse represents, I don't know, if the horse uh, rescue or maybe some of the other uh, uh, charitable organizations around the area, things like that. But I think that'd be so much fun. A that's mini a Kentucky idea. Derby. Have the ladies come out in the big hats. Yeah, have the hats. You can serve uh, non-alcoholic mint juleps. Right. Is there such a thing? Not really. <laughs> I've never, I'll tell you what, I've had mint juleps before, but I've never had a virgin mint julep. Oh, gosh. Well, maybe we'll find a recipe, you know, yeah. Pinterest now. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's a, that's a great idea, actually, KB. It really is. We could come up with something fun like that. You know what's a big deal right now? What's that? Are the cart and ponies. Like, the ponies with the, carry the cart, like, you, little, you know, little cart and you ride in it. It is uh, the rage. And we are getting so many people looking for Right. And so we take our now, little... Now, is this for personal use, these little carts? Are you talking... Most of the time, but sometimes people do do a little racing thing with it. Now, when I lived in Sedalia, and of course, that's home to the Missouri State Fair. Right. Uh, I went out and I they had me MC these uh, little uh, horse races where they've got the little thing and the, the horses have to, they have to get in step. They have to... Yes. It's a trotting thing. Yes. They don't run like wide open and they no, trot. It's, yeah. And one of these horses gets out of step and it just throws... The whole shanger. Everything... Out of works. It does. Yeah. It does. Especially, yeah, when you have more. They all have to, like a cadence. They all have to yeah. be on the exact same Cadence, thing, that's so. the right word. Thank, see, thank you. I'm just here to help. I'm just here to help. I appreciate that. That's very nice. Hey, I do want to mention a, a place real quick. I, um, I've i seen all these reviews of this place called Bless This Burger. Have you heard about this? Bless This Burger. Okay, so I've seen a bunch of reviews, and I love... Um, I love a good um, hamburger, and because my husband can't eat red meat and some of my kids can't, um, we eat turkey a lot. And I'm uh-huh. just, I just, I want, I want a cow. So uh, I went there. The, I, I drove all the way to Lake Ozark the other day. It's that they keep they keep it at Patriots Bank, and uh, went there, and it is phenomenal. Bless this burger. It's a food truck. And where's this at? It's at is at Patriots Bank on HH. That's where it normally sits. But uh-huh. you know how smart he is? He goes down like to the strip and different places. He's open till three AM. Oh. So when oh. you get out of the bar, what do you always want? You want a good burger. A greasy burger. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And he's got these onion peels that are phenomenal and um oh my gosh. Anyway, it Bless it, this burger. It is so good. And it's not like some just let's get let's uh, you've got an assignment. 
bring him in? I want to talk to this person. Oh. I want to get them on the air. I we'll want to talk it. about their food truck because oh. I think food trucks are, are phenomenal. I know you've said to me, well, you need to start a food truck. I, I just I don't have that kind of time and money. I know, but I, I, you would be so good at it. You're a good cook, but um, yes, yeah, so definitely, I, I will get, I will get him. And um, his name is Tristan, and I will have him come in. He has his little, his boys help him out. But I mean, it's how like, old is Tristan? Uh, is he a young guy? Well, he he's, well, he's got a twenties. No, no, older, older than that. that. Okay. Yeah, probably early forties. Okay, I would say. Right. Um, but he, um, they're not just your slap a burger. It is the the menu is phenomenal. He's got all sorts of really nice things, and he does have some chicken and hot dogs and stuff. But oh my gosh, just saying. Run, don't walk. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Run, don't walk to this place. On uh, I know he's at Patriots Bank today, um, and uh, it's it, phenomenal. It, is he on Facebook? You think? Yeah, yeah. Is Bless he? his burger. All right. Well, you yeah. keep talking about what you're talking yeah. about. I want to. Bless his burger. He is. Uh, yeah. Check it out. He. Um, it's just. It's amazing, and he got this food truck out of Kansas, and he kind of modified it for modified it for how he needed it. Um, but I think him staying open till three a.m. is like the most brilliant um, gig ever. So he said the first month, month and a half, it was really slow, but now that people know that he's there and that the story about him, uh-huh. then he is really getting uh, he's getting busy after people leave the bar. So mm-hmm. it's a brilliant idea. It says, uh, "Hi, Kevin. Please let us know how we can help you." <laughs> A oh. messenger. Oh, man. You need a burger. Yes. Yeah. It, I, it's... I was looking at, uh, it says, uh, bless this burger updated their business hours. Oh. And then uh, here's uh, hungry for lunch. Looks like maybe some chicken going on here. And then, oh, look at that burger. Seriously. It looks like a nice brioche bun. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Open for lunch and dinner at Patriots Bank. That was 20 hours ago. So, like, okay, here's a couple examples of the burger. So, the one that I got was the, called the Fancy Like. The Fancy. Yes, it has, I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, cremini mushrooms, white cheddar, compound butter, and mayo. Yeah. He's got the ghost, which is candied jalapenos, ghost pepper jack cheese, and spicy mayo. Um, he's got um, the PC, which is bacon, onion, white cheddar, lettuce, tomato, and zesty PC sauce. And I'm telling you, Which like PC sauce. I don't know the PC politically correct. I, I guess who knows? I doubt. No. I'm not. We, we don't want to speak for him. No, we bet we gotta have him in. And the uh, the garlic breaded cheese curds. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. just saying. And and on and on funnel and on Friday he has free funnel cakes. Funnel cake Friday. Funnel cake Friday. Yeah, and then he does have like funnel a funnel cake Friday. That sounds great. A grilled chicken club, which is um, white cheddar, some sort of mayo, red onion, tomato, lettuce, bacon. Um, so I'm he's, looking at one of those right now. Yeah. Now I'm going to be totally off for the rest of the show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> because all I'm going to think. Uh, okay, there's now there's there's a couple of burger places that I'd like to try. This being one of them. Oh yeah. And then uh, the burger basket. Yes, I want to try that too. Want to get down there? We went one day. My wife and I were headed down to the burger basket. And they were closed because it was on a Monday. Oh, yes. And so I get that completely. Um, and then we ended up at uh, just a little diner there on the square in Camden. Oh, I love you, that place. You told me to go there. Yes. And so I got the Wagyu burger. And oh, Tina, my gosh. Tina got this club sandwich that had just knocked your socks. Um, I, mm, it was massive. I know. They're, I love them. And they're, all their desserts are homemade. And they're just local people mm-hmm. wanting to, you know, and that's why I love supporting the locals. So. Now, is this what you were talking about here? The uh, Smoky Poulter poultry geist yeah chicken version of the smoky ghost grilled chicken breast 
ghost pepper jack cheese, smoked bacon, grilled onions, candied jalapeno, spicy mayo, and a honey bourbon barbecue sauce. I mean, seriously. Sounds delicious. It's not your average cheeseburger. I mean, you know, he has he has the original. He has the, what does he call it? He calls it the classic. Yeah. But, um, oh. but the, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just, I'm running down their Facebook page and... <laughs> About every other post is food, so go figure, right? Right, and aren't they not presented well? I yeah. mean, and then he's got some awesome different, um, uh, um, like sauces for uh, fries and for the onion petals and stuff. Oh outstanding, it, outstanding. It's phenomenal. So, anyway, I just uh, I did want to share that because when we were talking about, I'm sure he'll probably be down at the strip later in the evening, um, tomorrow night, and um, I just think that his being being down there being where people can come after the the bars right is on. like great marketing you know it always worked for me i always like to have a spot to go and most people do after spending some time at the bar get yourself a you know greasy cheeseburger or whatever they're uh, serving up uh, a good old greasy spoon you know what i mean well oh, there's yeah i mean that's my mom my mom always said whenever i always knew that my mom uh, had had a little bit too much wine because the next day she was at our local uh hamburger joint and have a cheeseburger it does there's something about it that sucks yep. everything up and yep. makes it uh makes it better so grease wanna... and, and the grease just helps oh it does keep you all nice and uh greasy right it's oh it's wonderful so i listen i'm telling you you would love this i'm and so i want to share it with people because uh a he's local and uh b it's it's good so it's local and it's good. Right. That's really all you need to know. Right. And you need to know it's 9 o'clock on the Midwest Coast. And as always, we appreciate the efforts of our community events director, Mindy Sales. And we'll get her back in here next Thursday. Same bad time, same bad station. 810 on The Daily Show here on Key Radio. Thank you, ma'am. My pleasure. We'll see you soon. Sounds great. 901, let's get to some information with Stacy Johnson. Who, I'm glad to say, is going to be taking a little time off next week. So we'll hear from uh, some of the other wonderful folks over there at LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. Uncle Chris, Chris Schneider with Lake TV. You see him at the top of the hour. He's all over the place. As a matter of fact, he and I filmed a little segment for What's Burning yesterday. And i got to say, I love working with Uncle Chris because the man is a just, uh, he's an encyclopedia. He is a walking encyclopedia of knowledge. And you can... He's like the the one cog that you can fit into any wheel, and he's going to fit perfectly because he's just so darn knowledgeable. We'll hear from Uncle Chris, Chris Schneider with Lake TV and a check of sports right here, right now. Danny Ellison to start off the 9 o'clock hour at 9.10, and Jeremy Springer from We the People. We'll talk about some events they've got coming up as well. It's all coming up right here on 89.3 The Key. It's time for another hour of community-based programming. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, June 9th. An elder woman was killed Monday in a crash on Route Y. Authorities say 27-year-old Abigail Yoder was driving a Chevy Cruze when the vehicle crossed the center line and traveled off the left side of the roadway, striking an embankment. The vehicle then became airborne and overturned. Yoder was pronounced dead at the scene. 
here to have too many deer on your property? Missouri Conservation can help. The Deer Management Assistance Program helps landowners manage the number of deer on their properties by increasing season limits on their property. These permits may be used during any time of the firearms deer season, but only on the property where issued. Enrollment is available now until October 1st. More information at mdc.mo.gov. If your dog loves to jump, the canine cannonball might be for them. From this Friday to Sunday at Dog Day's Barn Grill, canines will be competing in different events like Big Air, Extreme Vertical, and Speed Retrieve. The event's free to the public and dogs can be registered on the Doc Dogs website or on-site. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It is a series-ending game for the Cardinals today in Tampa. They take on the Rays. They'll be back at home to play the Reds tomorrow. Royals winning over the Blue Jays yesterday to close out that three-game series. The uh, Blue Crew back at home to play the Orioles today. As for college baseball, they get ready for the round of 16. They call it Super Regionals in the baseball NCAA tournament. 16 teams left. Those eight teams that emerge out of this weekend will uh, meet in Omaha at the College World Series starting next week. It's been a week full of off-season workouts for the Chiefs. Those continue today. They will go through tomorrow. Next week brings the mandatory minicamp. First preseason game will be Saturday, August 13th. That will be in Chicago against the Bears. Preseason game number two at home against Washington. And the last preseason game will be on August 25th at home against the Packers. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil headed into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among others, uh, when the Super Bowl rolls around next February. Big weekend ahead for horse racing, the final leg of the Triple Crown at the Belmont Saturday. Of course, Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby, and it was early voting winning the Preakness. NASCAR boys will be at Sonoma this weekend. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV with five local lake area shows. If you haven't liked Lake TV on Facebook yet, be sure to do that because we give you some great stuff on Facebook. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, absolutely free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. 
Lake TV is your hometown local TV station. Featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, Live High School Sports, Real Estate, Dining, Boating, and of course, the annual Lake of the Ozark Shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Who supports Key Radio financially? I do. This is Bill Munhausen speaking on behalf of the Key Ozarks podcast and Key Gathering Place in Camdenton. When I began podcasting two years ago with a few friends, we wanted a radio show, but it didn't work out. Key Radio gives us an opportunity to share our message, so I am happy to support the Key with a monthly underwriting donation. Key Gathering Place is our community center at Lake of the Ozarks for events and gatherings. The Key Ozarks radio program presents Christian activists seeking the truth of things rather than ideology, employing an eclectic mix of biblical thought and political philosophy much like the founders of the nation did at the last revolution. Please consider supporting the Key with your monthly donation. Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. Sorry, folks, I was a little <laughs> preoccupied there. <laughs> Got two dogs running around your studio. You uh, have a tendency to kind of keep an eye on where they're at so that uh, they are not destroying your equipment or knocking it on the floor or whatever they might possibly do here. 910 is our time. Welcome back. 66 degrees. 81, the expected high, a mix of clouds and sun today. And then, of course, clouds increasing tonight. We'll drop down to 66 for the overnight low. Maybe some rain in there as well. Good possibility we're going to see some rain early on tomorrow. Some showers, possibly a thunder shower. 
it will uh, taper off. And now, actually, they've updated it, and they're calling for scattered showers throughout the course of the day. But I think the emphasis will be uh, a little bit more so on uh, the morning and afternoon, and hopefully things will clear out in time for hot summer nights. 61 the low tomorrow night. Morning clouds on Saturday, high 84. Sun by the afternoon and a low on the Saturday night of 66. Partly cloudy and 91 Sunday. Partly cloudy and 97 on Monday, 96 and sunshine on Tuesday, sunny and 93 on Wednesday. So there you go, some heat coming to the Lake of the Ozarks, getting ready to usher in summer, officially usher it in. I mean, I think most folks now would agree that we uh, have kind of got what could be considered a summer season going on. Nine eleven. why not uh, bring in the one, the only educated redneck, Danny Ellison, who is uh, joining us this morning from Virginia Beach, Virginia, and uh, talking a little bit about what's on his mind. We do this for his benefit uh, and, and for yours, of course. He uh, puts out the message, but this is very therapeutic for Danny, and he's joining us this morning. How are you, sir? What's going on? I'm doing great. I'm sure after people hear this, they'll wonder how's that therapeutic. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> He's about ready to go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. I think most people who know you and have heard you in the past realize and understand that you do you actually do get a little bit worked up, but with good reason. And so I guess uh, the best thing I can possibly do at this particular point is turn it over to you and uh, and let you go. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, what the failure that the Biden administration is. And it's really funny. The typical media is trying to prop him up and tell us once again that we're in the middle of a great economy, that everything's growing. No, everything's getting more expensive. Everything's not growing. And let's talk about gasoline because this is – this has been a curiosity to me, and see if you catch where I'm curious about it. Why does the next step have to be battery-operated vehicles? Who decided that? That's my question. Do, do you remember anybody who talked about any other form to replace gasoline? It went straight electric cars. Remember that? Uh-huh. So why? Why is that the next solution? Is that the only thing that will burn? Is that the only way to replace the internal combustion engine is with an electric motor and a battery? In case people don't remember, the first cars built were electric. And why did they not stay electric? Because gasoline was cheaper, more efficient, and easily pumped back into your car once you used it. Mm -hmm. I saw something the other day that really struck home to me. If I sold you a brand-new automobile, KB, yes, sir. and I said to you, this thing right here will go 500 miles brand-new, but each day you drive it, it'll go less. Until 10 years from now, uh, it'll be worthless unless you want to spend the price of that car again to put it back on the highway. Would you buy that car? <laughs> I <clears throat> Buy it? Heck, I'd buy a whole <laughs> fleet of them. That's, that's exactly what I'd do. <laughs> See, that's the absurdity of this. And then not only that, these same people who cry about the land destroyed by drilling, which is one acre, which is basically a postage stamp on a football field, will go out and dig up tons of ore to make one battery. 
and they think that that is saving the planet when they forget that it takes trucks to dig those ore, when it takes machines to dig those ore, there's not an electric dump truck in sight. There's not an electric backhoe in sight. There's none of this in sight, yet that's what has to be done to make your battery so you can save, air quote, the planets. Now, I'm wondering how this all happened. And right now, while the gasoline prices are absolutely skyrocketing and every Democrat's trying to run for the cover of it's not Biden's fault. It is directly Biden's fault. They just had an oil executive I watched the other day talking about in the past there was three to four hundred leases approved every single month and he says now they're under ninety. So the only way that Biden's magical car can compete is if we make everything else so expensive that it will appear cheap. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly how the government operates. They make everything so expensive that the taxes seem cheap. This is, folks, we have got to ask ourselves, is this the path that we should go down? Why isn't there some other competing thing that exists? The guy who made the water car that they killed. I mean, that was a definite solution. Why isn't anybody talking about that? Oh, I guess they don't want to die at the hands of the government. And if you don't think our government doesn't kill people, may I remind you that we drone strike, we put a drone strike on an American citizen on foreign land without him being charged, without him having his day in court. We were judge, jury, and executioner, and we were perfectly fine to do it to him. So don't think that your government will not kill you. That's something that we need to learn. Go look up the history of governments, folk. They always turn against the people they are supposed to serve because absolute power corrupts absolutely, and we are headed down that same path. We need to shrink this government. We need to take their control away. We need to get back to a free market that's not a crony capitalist market where the government can spend billions on electric companies that fail when they could have taken that billions and helped us with our gasoline crisis by paying oil companies to drill, something that we already have, nothing that needs to be developed, it is already existing technology, it's not your dream for the future, and let us get back to cheap gasoline and help the poor people that you claim to represent. No argument uh, for me so far. Because I don't, where, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I sat around the other night. Where did the idea that a battery-operated car has to be the next solution? Because I've also seen those, uh, I don't know if you've seen these, these air-powered cars where they run off compressed air. And they are basically a gasoline motor without the gas because the compressed air that comes from the explosion is provided by a compressed tank, which we already have the technology. It's easy to pump up. It doesn't take an hour and a half to charge. You could do it from any, from any real pump. Yet we run straight to the battery. And who, my friends, is in control of most of the components needed for a battery? China. So if you want to talk about Russian collusion with Trump, what about the Chinese collusion with Biden? 
His son's laptop is full of evidence of him using his son to milk money out of foreign governments. There are all kinds of leads and trails, yet we turn a blind eye to somebody who's leading us headlong into dependence on China for our batteries. This is obscene, folks. When are you going to wake up? When are you going to finally say, enough is enough, and put your foot down? We're talking about $6 a gallon gas by the end of summer. Who voted for this? Oh, nobody voted for it. It was 2,000 mules who delivered, and they have video proof. But yet again, because it's a Democrat, the press will ignore it. There is nothing to see here. The Democrats are honest. It's the rascally Republicans you've got to watch. And we need to wake up to this. We need to stand up. And you need to call your people and let them know that if come election time, gas is still as high as it is, we're going to send everybody home. All of you are going to lose your job, and then we should take away their pensions. We should take away their retirement. We should take away their lifetime benefits because we do not need professional politicians because they have led us to the point we are at right now. Again, uh, <clears throat> no argument on this end. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I, I will I say. Just, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I will say, though. Um, when it comes to a variety of different uh, forms of energy that we can use to operate a motor vehicle, I think uh, hydrogen was something that's been talked about. You mentioned water. You mentioned air. Uh, you know, and there are always people out there that are trying to come up with something that is going to cost less in terms of operation. Now, you know, you know, just like I do that these uh, these lithium batteries, after they're used up, they have to be put somewhere, correct? And um, that, to me, is the next big thing. So uh, what do we do there? Because as we, you know, produce these particular vehicles, uh, you're going to be, uh, you know, throwing the, uh, the, the carbon uh, in the air, the carbon uh, particles in the air. Uh, and I would imagine that's probably the same with any vehicle that you produce. Uh, and then we're going to have to find places to store these batteries and, and store them in such a way that they don't become detrimental to the environment. So I would, uh, again, say that uh, this is probably something that someone is behind that uh, got the government on board. So the government uh, is thinking that, uh, yeah, well, we'll push this particular form of of, of, of energy to utilize for these for these vehicles. And, and you said something else as well that kind of piqued my curiosity a little bit, how the government wants to take care of poor people. Now, I don't necessarily think that the government wants to take care of poor people. The government wants to keep these people poor. That's basically, they don't want them to have any real options to better themselves, to better their lives. We'll give them what we need to give them if they need assistance with their housing, if they need assistance with their utilities, if they need assistance with uh, food. We'll take care of all of these things, and we'll dole out just enough rope so that these people can get what they need, but nothing more. And I wish, Danny, that people would look at this and understand that it is not a free ride. It is not 
something that you are supposed to live on for the rest of your life. This is something that's supposed to be a temporary fix. If you lose your job, you run across hard times, something gets in your way financially that doesn't allow you to be able to pay your bills, yeah, you know, unemployment, things along those lines, but it was never, ever, ever meant for someone to live on for the rest of their life. But yet we have found how generations of people have lived off of the government. Um, You know, grandma did it, and then uh, mom did it, and now the daughter does it. And when she has kids, uh, they do it. Uh, Who knows? But this is the problem that we face in this country. We have literally taken the motivation out of the lives of some people in order to basically hold them hostage without actually putting a gun to their head. Oh, yeah. They're making you beholden unto them. And the old phrase is, the government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything away. This is, this is the whole uh, destruction of the family that has occurred over the years. Is Like I said, everybody's wondering what's going on. And here's another side note. I want to get to this before I forget. I know it's totally off track. But I don't know if you've noticed this. There's been a rise in violence in this country. Would you not agree? No doubt about it. Okay. And everybody's asking that one question that comes about. What is causing the violence? What is causing people to become so aggressive? And I want to point people. I want you to research this. I believe it's the University of Georgia. I may be wrong on the school because of the simple fact, the simple fact that I'm I'm terrible with names. You know that. But a University of Georgia study, they were using the exact same technology that was used to create our vaccine, CRISPR. I highly recommend that you look up CRISPR. It's C-R-I-S-P-I-R, I do believe, is the exact spelling of it. Look up the studies that have been done with CRISPR. Look at what Elon Musk said about CRISPR. CRISPR is, in fact, a gene-editing tool. That's what they, they, they remember when you used to share that on Facebook, that the new, new uh, vaccine was a gene-editing tool that it slapped you down. Well, the truth is out. CRISPR is a gene-editing tool. They were using CRISPR on hamsters. And what they had happen was, and nobody can explain why, it created violent aggressive hamsters and nobody knows why now over 60 percent of america has been part of this gigantic scientific experiment where they've introduced crispr into the human genome where it never existed before and now we have a sudden rise in violence the same as seen in hamsters And nobody's going to make that connection because they're going to say, you're a conspiracy theorist, but you explain to me why it made hamsters aggressive and it didn't make people aggressive. And we are looking around and people are shooting each other. There's mass shootings. There's people killing everybody. Road rage has got to the highest point. Now, is that coincidence or is that a causation? That's where I want you to do your own research. I know that's frowned upon by the idiots to do your own research, but don't listen to the dumb people. Do your own research, much like if you were going to purchase a house or a car, and inform yourself before you fall. And also another study has come out that has proven that people who get the boosters 
who don't get just the first two shots but get the boosters are more likely to catch COVID than people who were not boosted. Yet again, this was thoroughly tested in seven months. If you believe that, I got some swamp land in Florida I want to sell you. And how much is that an acre, by the way? Oh, I, I want at least $1,000 an acre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, it, it's funny how certain things work out. And, and, and case in point, case in point here. So you've got this uh, primetime version of this January 6th committee hearing that will be on TV tonight. I believe it's ABC They've got the gold team, they've got the blue team, they've got the purple team, they've got the green team, and they're breaking down all the aspects of what happened on January 6th, 2021, right? And we're holding all these yep. people, uh, people's feet to the fire on this deal. Why did this happen? Why was this allowed to happen? So on and so forth. But you've got two people who during the 2020 riots, where we saw cities in flames, vandalism, rioting, arson, anything and everything you could possibly think of, robbery, assault, you name it. And you've got two people that were making and passing out Molotov cocktails. And guess what? They basically just got a slap on the wrist. But we have, as a result of January 6th, what there's no other way to define it. These people are political prisoners. That's right. We have political prisoners in the United States of America and domestic terrorists that they're going to start hunting for now because the Department of Homeland Security and its infinite wisdom has extended its uh, heightened uh, threat environment saying that, you know, between now and November, there could be certain groups that are targeted by other groups with different ideologies that would consider targeting them. And here we are stirring the pot yet again, getting ready for possibly a repeat of 2020 this summer. And the media is all over it. They're, uh, they're helping to push this narrative along so that when we get to August where we have the primaries and then November where we have the general election, all hell could break loose and people could be scared to vote the way they want to vote or be threatened to vote a complete and totally different way than they want to vote based on the fact that uh, they're worried about the cities being torn down. Heck, people might even, if there is a threat of violence at certain places like polling places, we know schools, religious uh, institutions, churches, uh, a lot of different places uh, could be targeted for violent activity. But what about polling places? And, and don't be surprised if something doesn't happen around uh, or right at a polling place. So here we go with this whole narrative yet again. And uh, I was watching this the other night on Fox, and they said, well, you know, their Homeland Security is talking about this heightened threat environment that there is a possibility. And you, you touched on it. You said, you know, violent behavior. Why is it increasing? Well, I think a large part of it is increasing based on the fact that they're not coming right out and say, go riot in the streets, but they're they're just kind of wetting the whistle, if you will, of people who might want to be involved in that sort of activity. Oh, yeah. And also, I think, I think if we're going to do this correctly, I think all the people who are defendants in the January 6th thing should have to dress the way they dressed that day when they stormed, air quote, the Capitol. Right on. Because when your leader wears a bison hat, you kind of lose credibility about being a true legitimate 
uh, threat to America's security when you've got a guy who looks like he's the Grand Poobah from the Flintstones Lodge leading your <laughs> insurrection. <laughs> well, he's just easy to spot. That's why he did what he did. That's why he wore that particular hat. Well, they had a guy dressed up like an Ewok, too. Well, again, he was probably second in command in case uh, uh, the first guy fell apart. Uh, look for the guy with the bison hat. If you don't see him, then look for the guy dressed like an Ewok. See? Plain and simple. You, you know right then and there what to look for. So maybe January 6th was just a LARPing convention that got out of control. Sounds like it to me. Absolutely. Hey, it is <laughs> it is uh, 931, Danny, and as always, we appreciate your time, sir. Thank you for checking in with us on uh, Thursday mornings to do some ranting, some raving, and to, uh, to make uh, a lot of sense, which I don't think uh, there's a whole lot of people who can still do that, especially if you're a politician. So we appreciate uh, your ranting, your raving, and I look forward to hearing from you again next Thursday, sir. Well, I, I always appreciate it. It always goes by too fast. We're always done, and I'm like, but, but, but there's more. <laughs> but but wait, I've got to wait till next week. <laughs> i got to wait till next week. But, again, if you want to listen, I am on Monday, 12 noon Eastern, on Freedomizer Radio Network. It's Common Sense with the Educated Redneck. It's an hour and a half of me ranting to myself, basically. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, and it makes me feel better. I'm sure my neighbors think I talk to myself a lot, but that doesn't matter. I'm always crazy, and you knew that. But I appreciate it. I enjoy it. Much success with your radio show. We will be talking again next week, and you have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. Absolutely, sir. Thank you so much. Danny Ellison, the educated redneck, and to look for him on Freedomizer Radio. That sounds uh, like a fun fun gig. And Danny would be the perfect guy to have in studio on a regular basis behind a mic because he's uh, really good at what he does. 932, we've got information coming your way. LakeExpo.com, Lake TV, sports, news, Stacy Johnson, Chris Schneider, and then we'll talk with Jeremy Springer from We the People coming up after the break right here on The Daily Show on Key Radio. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, June 9th. An elder woman was killed Monday in a crash on Route Y. Authorities say 27-year-old Abigail Yoder was driving a Chevy Cruze when the vehicle crossed the center line and traveled off the left side of the roadway, striking an embankment. The vehicle then became airborne and overturned. Yoder was pronounced dead at the scene. Here to have too many deer on your property? Missouri Conservation can help. The Deer Management Assistance Program helps landowners manage the number of deer on their properties by increasing season limits on their property. These permits may be used during any time of the firearms deer season, but only on the property where issued. Enrollment is available now until October 1st. More information at ndc.mo.gov. If your dog loves to jump, the canine cannonball might be for them. From this Friday to Sunday at Dog Day's Barn Grill, canines will be competing in different events like Big Air, Extreme Vertical, and Speed Retrieve. The event's free to the public, and dogs can be registered on the Doc Dogs website or on-site. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. You're listening to 89.3 The Key. your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. It is a series-ending game for the Cardinals today in Tampa. They take on the Rays. They'll be back at home to play the Reds tomorrow. Royals winning over the Blue Jays yesterday to close out that three-game series. The uh, Blue Crew back at home to play the Orioles today. As for college baseball, they get ready for the round of 16. They call it Super Regionals in the baseball NCAA tournament. 16 teams left. Those eight teams that emerge out of this weekend will uh, meet in Omaha at the College World Series starting next week. It's been a week full of off-season workouts for the Chiefs. Those continue today. They will go through tomorrow. Next week brings the mandatory minicamp. First preseason game will be Saturday, August 13th. That will be in Chicago against the Bears. Preseason game number two at home against Washington. And the last preseason game will be on August 25th at home against the Packers. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil headed into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among others, uh, when the Super Bowl rolls around next February. Big weekend ahead for horse racing, the final leg of the Triple Crown at the Belmont Saturday. Of course, Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby, and it was early voting winning the Preakness. NASCAR boys will be at Sonoma this weekend. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV with five local lake area shows. If you haven't liked Lake TV on Facebook yet, be sure to do that because we give you some great stuff on Facebook. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, absolutely free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. 
She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress, and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos, know how to create a healthy media diet for your family, and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m., and 9 p.m. on Key Radio, 89.3 FM. If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, contact us right here at 89.3 The Key. Welcome back. 70 degrees, looking for a high today of 81. We might see some rain later tonight and into tomorrow as well. They did take uh, the scattered showers for uh, basically tomorrow morning out of the forecast, and I don't mean like they did not remove it. They extended it from just the morning until, uh, well, I guess maybe throughout a good portion of the day. 77 the expected high tomorrow, so that's uh, that's relatively uh, decent for June the 10th. 81 uh, for the high today, 63 the low tonight with the possibility for those showers. Most of it will develop, if it develops at all, uh, mainly after midnight. So we've seen, and, and we did have some uh, some activity move through the other day, but it seems like the heavier activity has stayed west and uh, and northwest and kind of moved, uh, it pushed itself in a northeasterly direction. So we didn't get all of the heavy-duty stuff that we were supposed to get the other night, and I think that uh, is probably good news for a lot of folks. I've seen plenty of pictures on social media of some downed trees and then, of course, uh, tree branches that uh, were ripped off when the high winds pulled through. And I guess that is something that uh, we can be thankful for because uh, there are areas that are without uh, power in uh, some... I, I, know, I know some of the power outages uh, took place here at the Lake of the Ozarks, but there are other areas around the state where the power outages are much greater. Scattered thunderstorms, as I mentioned, tomorrow, 77 the high, 61 the low. Then uh, it looks like we're going to be rain-free for quite a while. As a matter of fact, looks like at least maybe the next uh, couple of weeks or so. Morning clouds on Saturday, high 84, sunshine in the afternoon, 66 the low tomorrow night, partly cloudy and 91 on Sunday, 97 the expected high on Monday with a partly cloudy sky, sunny and 96 on Tuesday, and we'll stop at Wednesday. Uh, sunshine and 93, I'm using that to nine quite a bit in uh, giving you the uh, temperatures that are forecasted for the future, and it looks like we're going to be seeing a lot of those 90s. Uh, we'll get through the, I guess, uh, hottest part of the uh, forecast with 97 on Monday, 96 on Tuesday. Then it looks like low to mid-90s uh, from that point on. 941 is our time. There is a group here at the Lake of the Ozarks. They are called We the People, and uh, they get together on a regular basis to talk about things regarding uh, the area, the Constitution, all kinds of uh, uh, of interesting topics, and I can probably get uh, my guest, Jeremy Spring, to tell you a little bit more about when they get together and meet. They've got some events going on here, uh, as a matter of fact, tonight, and then uh, down the road a piece, we talked about uh, Chris Ann Hall coming in to uh, talk to folks here at the Lake of the Ozarks, and that should certainly be uh, a good time, and you'll learn a little bit more about the uh, Constitution with uh, Chris Ann when she uh, makes her trek to the Lake of the Ozarks. Jeremy Spring with us now how you doing man i am doing fantastic thank you for having me on the show this morning absolutely we have uh, uh as you said i'm with we the people of camden county we're part of the larger we the people of missouri mm-hmm. state level nonprofit group it's a nonpartisan group geared towards educating the community on states rights our rights as individuals working well working amongst our local 
elected officials so that we can hopefully make our communities a safer, stronger, and better place to live. And on that note of our drive to push people to be more involved in their local politics, Mm -hmm. tonight's event is actually going to be held over at the Little Theater at the Camdenton Middle School. Doors open at 6. We are going to do our best to promptly start at 6.30 and wrap by 8.00. We will be doing a... Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> we will do our best. I want to be respectful of the school, and I'm super appreciative that they've opened up their facilities for sure, us to do sure. this. We're going to be sitting down with uh, Karen Klopkin and Kayla Henry are the two candidates for circuit clerk. We have Caleb Cunningham, the incumbent, and Rochelle Grosvenor, the uh, challenger for the elected position of prosecuting attorney. And we will have Ryan Bridges and Heather Miller, the incumbent for the county uh, circuit judge. Mm-hmm. And um, all of those are the positions that are up for election on August 2nd. So we're inviting the community to come out to the school. I have canvassed through Facebook, through our group, through the Republican Club group, through the Central Committee to ask their constituents to please forward us questions so that we can get questions from the community to ask mm-hmm. these people. No softball questions? Not planning to, no. Good. In fact, out of the list of questions we've got, I did, um, I want to be respectful of people's time, so mm-hmm. there were a couple questions. I sent pretty much one question off to each uh, member team, if you will. So the prosecuting attorney's got a question. Gotcha. That I felt would take longer than a two to three minute under the gun response mm-hmm. to be thoughtful and, and cohesive. So I sent a question in advance to each one so that they can better prepare to have a thoughtful response to cram into two to three minutes. Right. Well, I would imagine that, uh, you know, you, you, you get uh, some good questions. You get some uh, not so great questions, if you will. But uh, it, it is important to kind of get a uh, feel for what the citizens of Camden County are thinking about when you talk about uh, the various uh, things like prosecuting attorney, uh, judges, and even the circuit clerk, which uh, I found that the circuit clerk's office is very instrumental on so many different levels. And uh, like anything else, they want to make sure that they've got the right person for the job. Uh, Absolutely. As I've been looking into that because I think the biggest challenge I've had with questions being fielded for our circuit clerk candidates mm-hmm. is people confusing circuit clerk with county clerk. And right. even I'm still a little fuzzy on some of it. Come tonight and hear from the horse's mouth, if you will, what the definitive dif- differences are in the importance. However, what I can point to is just recently in the media, we had that leak from the Supreme Court. Well, mm-hmm. it would be led to believe I don't think any of the judges had that leak, but it must have been a clerk working for the judges who, of That's course, was, yeah. that yeah. private information. So we want to make sure we're bringing local people we can trust to ha- safely handle that information for our own cases if we have anything pending. It would be nice to know it's going to be handled in a professional and secure manner. Circuit clerk works closely with the uh, the court system. And, of course, they uh, uh, make sure that people are aware if they need to make a court appearance, that uh, they get the proper information, they get the notification, so, you know, you're not pulled over for a speeding ticket. And the the, uh, member of law enforcement says, oh, by the way, you have a warrant out for your arrest (coughs) for failure to appear. Uh, those, those, that never works well, Jeremy. Never, never at all. But uh, they, they have a lot of uh, of different things that they have to handle. I would think, you know, you've got people that work for the county in that office. You've got people that work for the state in that office. So, you know, it's how do you incorporate all of that and make it into one big happy family? And uh, they've been doing fine for a whole lot of years with Joe McElwee working there. Joe has decided that she's going to retire, and so you've got uh, Kayla. And you've got uh, Karen, and both of these uh, ladies uh, 
had a chance to have them in here and, and talk to them on the air. And it's interesting once you get down to the brass tacks of the job, as far as, uh, as you mentioned, their involvement. There is some confusion at times between the county and uh, what goes on as far as the circuit clerk's office. However, you can uh, make your own uh, determination tonight when you head over to the Little Theater. That gets underway at what time? Doors will open at 6 o'clock, and mm-hmm. we're going to shoot to get started for 6.30. Free and open to the public, and there's plenty of room, so uh, get over there. And I would imagine maybe at some point you might even get to ask these uh, folks on an individual basis uh, a question that uh, you've been thinking about, whether it's judge, whether it's prosecutor. These folks kind of all work together and intertwine uh, as far as the legal system here uh, in Camden County and uh, a portion of the Lake of the Ozarks anyway. So we have got um, Chris Ann Hall. She's going to be coming to the Lake of the Ozarks. As a matter of fact, I've got her slated for an interview on the 16th, and she's going to be talking all about the Constitution. Get to know your Constitution with Chris Ann Hall, who is a... uh, well, a very uh, well-read, very uh, learned individual when it comes to the uh, Constitution. And so she's going to turn her knowledge loose on folks uh, on, I believe, what's it, the 22nd? That will be Wednesday the 22nd. Okay. We're going to be hosting that over at the First Baptist of Camdenton. It's mm-hmm. the Baptist church that as soon as you come into the center of town off of 54, you're going to hang a left onto 5 South. And it's the very first big brick building you see on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Um Pastor Cody Harlow is the pastor there for the regular Sunday morning services, and he has been gracious enough to open up the gymnasium to us. There's a a small cost associated because it it is not cheap to bring special guests in to share with the community, although Mm -hmm. from what I've seen, our chapter is running the most cost-effective tickets at the moment, which is um, through Eventbrite, just a, a fair warning, Eventbrite uh does have a handling fee associated you can pay at the door the night of uh, doors open at five thirty. we want to get her started for six o'clock the tickets are five dollars for all adults that are 18 and older and 17 and under are free when accompanied by an adult who has picked up a ticket can't beat those odds <laughs> uh, great price exactly and uh some info on miss hall that i wanted to make sure everyone was aware of and i'm sure you will be uh, reiterating it when you actually have her speaking sure um, she practiced First Amendment law for a prominent national nonprofit law firm. She does have a law degree, uh, the Juris Doctor from University of Florida, and she is also a Army veteran. She is now the president of Liberty First University, traveling the country teaching foundational principles of liberty and our constitutional republic. She has also authored six books on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And you can check out noncompliantmovie.com which uh, has one of her larger productions to help kind of give people a good groundwork, I think, for the federal versus the state's rights. And uh, I think it's a great way to dip your toe in and start learning more because I think that's something we've, at least when I was growing up, we didn't have a huge amount in school, but it Mm -hmm. seems like we've had less now for some of the younger people. Don't want to uh, teach too much about that uh, document that was put together by all those uh, racist white dudes. You know what I mean? That's... We don't, want to, we don't want to send the wrong message to people. Well, those uh, <clears throat> quote-unquote racist white dudes kind of had everybody in mind as to not only what uh, they were doing then, but uh, what we're supposed to be doing now, which uh, we kind of 
gotten a little away from that. Uh, I was I read the preamble of the Constitution the other day, and nowhere did it say anything about the government handing out free money. That is correct. <laughs> That's why, actually, I believe this particular tour that she's doing is uh, got one of the titles is called "Reclaiming Our Rights," mm-hmm. and that does come with a, with our our being educated. And um, let's see, one of the things I did also want to make sure I mentioned is that we do, uh, in an earlier off-mic conversation, we talked about sponsors. Mm -hmm. And so right now we do have three businesses who are helping the community to bring her in, and that is Skelton Key and Lock. Right on. We have Beckett Motors, and we also have Randy Beamer Photography, who handles portraits, weddings, uh, drone, and real estate footage as well. We do have a fourth sponsor, but his business is pretty swamped right now, so he just appreciated donating some money to help us out. But he's like, I can't handle more business. So... Uh, we do have spots available if there are other local community businesses. Uh, the stipulation I just want to make sure everyone understands is because we're hosting it in the church, uh-huh. they just wanted to make sure there would be no political specific. Like, we can't tell people who to vote for. Uh, we can always, of course, look at the Constitution, check your conscience, and figure out how to vote based uh-huh. on principles. But because the church cannot say, you vote for XYZ person, we can't have specific literature out. Sure. But if a politician happens to have a business in the community and that services the community, we are more than willing to have their marketing materials uh, for a donation to help bring her in. Sounds good. Sounds like you've got it all planned out and ready to go. And that's going to be on June the 22nd. And uh, I think we need to clarify, sometimes I have to do it myself. Uh, We say Business 5 or Highway 5. This is going to be on South Business 5, correct? Correct. Okay. Oh, yes, because there is that big main pass-through, but then there's the business with all the the churches and businesses and the town. So, yes, that's the... South Business 5, North Business 5. And so that it will be on South Business Five. That is a pretty. I, I tell you what, that is a very impressive facility when you drive by there. That uh, that's something. You know, it, I don't know how it is, but it's like uh, when you get down to Springfield, you see these churches. Yeah, and they're massive. They're just giant places that uh, I don't know how many people they hold, but it has to be you know into the thousands anyway. I think uh, this facility does have uh, the capability of hosting. We're we're hoping to bring in maybe around three to 400 people into mm-hmm. the gymnasium area. Um, I think the main congregation area will hold about three to 400 as right. well. And then um, I do believe that the church, my wife and I are, are recent new members, but I do believe they have a we care for helping the community out for child care as well. And of course, people can get more information by reaching out to the First Baptist Church of, of Camdenton under Pastor Cody Harlow there. Very good. Very and good. Uh, also per our earlier discussion about the tomorrow or tonight's event i should say for the judicial ticket i do want the community to to be aware and mark their calendars on july 21st same bat time same bat channel we will be having the county commissioner forum and debate uh which we have confirmed everybody who is on the commissioner's ticket has confirmed that they are going to be there so good. i expect that to be awfully exciting that will be uh, one of those uh, where you might need a few extra chairs possibly yes <laughs> It is 9.53. Jeremy Spring is with us from uh, We the People. Let's talk about uh, some of the things that uh, you folks are working on as an organization right now. You talk about looking out for the community 
and uh, just kind of keeping an eye on things. Uh, what are some of the areas that uh, you're focused on right now in terms of, uh, you know, keeping the community abreast of, uh, of what's happening? Well, one of the things that we like to do is we work with our state-level people, and we are constantly asking for our the members of our organization to swing out to Jeff City as they're able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a wonderful young lady uh, Debbie, who has since passed on to be with the Lord, but she was an amazing asset. She would go to Jeff City, hang out at the at the the Senate, listen to the, what was going on, and she'd come back and give us reports of like, "Hey, did you guys know this bill is this far along, and you need to talk to your respective representatives, either for or against, and why?" And I think that's something we all tend to. It really, even myself when I was younger, we tend to ignore it because it's not directly impacting us. We don't think much of it. But as I got older, I had a wonderful mentor in my life who taught me about something called the law of unintended consequences. Yeah, right on. Yes. And so for those of you that maybe are younger than me and don't know what the law of unintended consequences is, it is very simple. It is when you intend to do something that's perhaps good. But as a direct result, something not so great has happened. Now, that was not the intention. But the side effect was what it was. Um, a famous story, case in point, was apparently there were uh, cobra issues in India years ago. And so the government said, well, we'll pay you for every cobra you kill and bring to us to save, you know, to make it safer. Well, some people that were very enterprising started breeding cobras and bringing them to the government to get the check from the cobras. And then when the government caught on, hey, wait a minute, you're breeding cobras to make money off of us? Well, that's not right. We're going to stop that. Well, the breeders just launched the cobras back into the natural environment. So what was intended to be good, get the poisonous snakes off the streets, help the people. Uh-huh. The unintended consequence was somebody said, oh, I can make easy money by breeding cobras. And then when they didn't get the money, they released the cobras back in the wild. So that was the unintended consequence of what was originally a good thing. And- Similar to a story I heard about uh, a community that was dealing with uh, a lot of deer. Hmm. And so they called in these folks to round up the deer and take them wherever they needed to take them. Well, these folks figured, well, all we're going to do is we're going to drive them to the edge of town, let them go, and they'll come right back in. We'll catch them again, take them out, and and keep that going on. Well, uh, much like you said, the city kind of caught on there. Also, I think the welfare state is probably a good uh, example of unintended consequences where absolutely it was initially uh, put in place to help people temporarily, and uh, as we were talking last hour, or actually earlier in this hour, how it has become a way of life for some people, and uh, that's not necessarily what it was intended for. If you lose your job or you're having some financial issues, you get a little uh, maybe leg up, but then you know, you're know you not supposed to be passing on the information to your uh, daughter, and then she passes it on to her daughter and on down the line. That's that's correct. not supposed to work that way. It is, it is supposed to be a safety net, meaning if you take a fall, it catches you and right. helps you to land on your feet safely. I don't believe it was meant to become a lifestyle, and that is a a, a painful thing. Growing up, um, my dad lost his job and for a good two years, and when I was young, I didn't understand what quote-unquote overqualified was until now that I'm in my 40s and Mm -hmm. I went to apply for a job. I found it weird that the interviewer kept saying, well, do you feel you're overqualified for this position when I first moved here? And uh, needless to say, I'm not working for them. And uh, I just thought that was kind of weird. But as a kid growing up, this happened to my dad. So we ended up, uh, you know, getting the tickets for the school lunch. Right on, right on. I got And you. that was, it helped us. My dad was able to find more work. But yeah, there was a two-year window that we used the help 
But then we were able to, you know, get back on our feet. Sure. And my dad, you know, was working, paying into the system so that money would be there for someone else when they needed it. And That's I, how it's supposed to work. Yep. It's not uh, supposed to be a way of life. 957, Jeremy Spring with We the People. Thank you for your time, sir. Appreciate it. Glad to, uh, glad to see you here this morning. And hopefully we'll have you folks back again to talk more about the various events that you've got going on. One tonight and then again one on June the 22nd. Sure. Yep. And uh, Chris Ann Hall will be in. Uh, oh, she'll be on the phone. She won't be in the studio on uh, June the 16th at 810 our time. I believe that would be 910 her time. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Good to see you. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, before we uh, let folks go, we want to run down the uh, the lineup of programming set to uh, hit the airwaves on this Thursday here on Key Radio. Let's uh, do that this now. This is your Key Radio schedule for Thursday. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., the daily show hosted by Kevin K.B. Burns, featuring guests and issues at Lake of the Ozarks. 10 to 11 a.m., Missouri Liberty Report with John Williams is dedicated to keeping Missourians updated on local and state issues and pushing back against wannabe tyrants. 11 a.m. to noon, The Beam is hosted by Bradley Berg, talking about Christianity, recovery, mental health, development, job skills, and life skills support. Noon to 1 p.m., the Feed Your Family Tonight program is here to help busy families plan and execute weeknight family dinners so they can recapture a little calm in the crazy. 1 to 2 p.m., Ozark Highlands Radio is a weekly radio program that features live music and interviews recorded at Ozark Folk Center State Park's beautiful 1,000-seat auditorium in Mountain View, Arkansas. 2 to 3 p.m., School of School. Join Andy, Emily, and Adam as they unpack current pedagogical thinking, chat about their education obsessions, and share invaluable teaching tips for the classroom and at home. 3 to 4 p.m., Key Ozarks podcast is about people and issues at Lake of the Ozarks with a biblical perspective. The eight-hour bank of programs repeats 4 p.m. to midnight, and midnight to 8 a.m. And then here you go. Thank you, Mr. Bill Munhausen. We appreciate it. And, folks, we appreciate you taking the time to join us with about 10 seconds left. We're at 71 degrees in Osage Beach. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. on 89.3 KEYK Osage.